Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the ISI Life podcast. I am very excited to bring Scott and Mandy Verlinger. They have their own podcast called Check Your Vertical. And really, today, this conversation is all about what we're about at ISI, which comes from Proverbs 27, 17, which says, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And what we're trying to do is help people do things God's way. Uh, we do that within our five Fs of faith, family, faculty, finance, and fitness. And rather than compartmentalizing those into all different things, how can faith be at the center and how that shift can make a big difference, uh, the biggest difference in our life. And so today's conversation is with Scott and Mandy, and they are just amazing, an amazing couple that has been through a lot. Um, their, uh, their podcast is called Check Your Vertical, and it's a real, it's raw, it's a relatable testimony guided by them. Uh, they've been through the fires of life in, in so many different things and, and really in all the main categories that really would typically draw people apart. Um, they've stayed together by, by checking their vertical, and so they talk about that and, and much more and, and get into the, the re, you know some of the real details of, of their story, and I think because we'll all enjoy uh, hearing from them and, and be able to connect with them via their weekly podcast that they put out. So without further ado, let's get to the conversation with Scott and Mandy Berlinger. All right, Scott and Mandy, thank you so much for joining me today on the ISI Life podcast. I'm, like, I'm excited to have you guys on. Well, thank you so much for having us, Nick. It's, a, it's honestly a pleasure and an honor to, uh, to be speaking with you guys on this Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it was, um, my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, um, I love what you guys are doing and, you know, I got a chance, Scott, to connect with you at the, the most recent men's retreat and, uh, you know, just what you shared in our, our time together and then, and then being able to go in and, and listen to a bunch of episodes of your, your guys podcast. Um, you guys have been through a bunch, um, been through a lot and you have so much experience and wisdom to share. And, and that's really, the point of us doing this podcast is to collect experiences and wisdom and, and help hopefully, you know, be sharpened by those stories. So, so thanks for doing that. And, uh, I'm excited to have you guys on today. So for, um, you know, for those that don't know, why don't you guys give a little, um, kind of like, we'll get into the podcast and what you guys are doing now, but give us a little bit of your background, um, you know, leading up to, um, the point where you guys decided to, to start this ministry and start this podcast to check your vertical. Sure. So, you know, when we were married back almost 10 years ago now, you know, we thought we were equally yoked. We had put our faith in the Lord. Um, but our maturity in Christ at that point was so vastly different. Um, you know, I had walked a really deep, dark path already, and I had fully surrendered my life to Christ where Scott was a he was a baby Christian, just a little baby with my little <laughs> spiritual milk bottle. <laughs> and as soon as we got married, really life came at us really hard. And as trials came, we realized we handled things very differently. I was, you know, very focused on the Lord. I was, you know, had my foundation very strong where Scott was still waved around by the world. And that brought in a lot of turmoil right off the gate from when we got married. Yeah, I, I, I came, I didn't come from a, a very religious upbringing at all. I really had no concept of who Christ was. And so uh, as I started to enter into this walk, <clears throat> I mean, the Holy Spirit was definitely nudging me. You know, I think there was a lot of uh, emotion, uh, very emotionally led 
um, surrender to him, which is, which is fine. I just think that I didn't truly understand the depths of who Christ is and who I am in Christ, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and so, so fast forward, um, a bunch of years, uh, you guys have been married 10 years. Did you say 10 years? Yeah. August in August here will be 10 years. Yep. Awesome, man. Congratulations. That's awesome. We're going yeah, on, we uh, oh, no, we just had our thir- <laughs> 13. Yeah. Nancy and I, we've, we just celebrated 13 years. So yeah, it's a, a lot can happen. Um, geez, in uh 10 mm-hmm. or 13 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. A lot can happen in That's five awesome. years. A lot can happen in one year. And it's like, it's amazing on the changes that can happen in 12 months, you know, life can radically change and shift. Um, and that's really why I think this ministry that we're doing, Check Your Vertical, is so important because we truly believe that we have to continue to seek the Lord in all things uh, because our seasons will change, you know, and you never know when you're going to be in a valley, right? And in those valleys, you really need to cling to the Lord. And we have found that that is the only reason that we're standing today, right? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And is that um, your own personal story? Is that what motivated you all to start Check Your Vertical and and to share this message? Was was it driven from your own personal experience? So almost 10 years ago now, when we started counseling almost right off the bat, and I just had this um, place on my heart very heavy from the Lord that we will speak to many at one point. <laughs> And it sounded crazy. It was wild. I mean, I had no idea what that would look like if we would speak to many, but that was, that was tucked in my heart very early on. It was not tucked in mine, Nick. I can tell you that. (laughs) 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 And so we, all the trials we walked through, I had this filter of, okay, I need to learn and heal from this, but I also feel like at some point I'm going to need to teach and help others through their trials. And we went through a very long, almost 10 years of just very deep, dark valleys that many times I thought, wow, I really heard you wrong, Lord. We are not the people to be speaking <laughs> to one person, let alone many. Nobody. Nobody. So, and then, you know, it really was this, this, in the last year and a half, you know, what, what the Lord had done with Scott through him and his, his heart, um, it really kind of just came to last year. We were like, it's, I feel like it's time. Yeah. And that's really the start of check your vertical. And, and, and and a little back, a little backstory to that is, uh, you know, my wife, God has given her this amazing gift of discernment and truly hearing him. And I do believe it was because of the spiritual maturity that we spoke of a little bit earlier um, when you asked us, you know, where or kind of our backgrounds. You know, mm-hmm. she had been in a place where she was brought up in the church. Um, and I think at that point when she ran back to the Lord and was like, I'm yours, right? her, her, uh, her heart posture was, was already there. And so it's, it had taken me a lot longer to get back to a place to catch, even catch up, honestly. But what I would say is that throughout this process, you know, the, the reason check your vertical came to that specific title was because she would look at me and literally say, 
have you checked your vertical? Like, have you taken this to the Lord? And so when we were coming up with like, when we were getting this conviction to like, we need to do this, it was almost like that phrase that she'd used with me countless times was the perfect phrase because it wasn't until I completely checked my vertical and, and really took my, my sin and brought it to the light and put it at the altar and the cross that, that I could be really in a right standing with him and that we could actually move forward and do this type of ministry and actually speak into people's lives. Um, it wasn't until then that I could, that we could do this together. Hmm. I love that. And I love, I love the name too. Um, it's just, it's a great name. It's a great mindset. It's a great reminder. I feel like I need a, a bracelet or a tattoo or something <laughs> <laughs> that says, you know, check your vertical. So I'm, I'm in the market. <laughs> right, right. Well, awesome. we're working on some merch, Nick. So um, actually, I wanted to call your guy, Chris, and be like, dude, what is it going to cost to have you help me do some like, uh, true branding stuff, man? <laughs> oh, we can... We can, we can help with that for sure. No, that's awesome. So what, like when it comes to that, I mean, there's obviously lots of podcasts for faith, lots of podcasts for, for this, you know, topic, that topic, what would you say? Cause checking your vertical can apply to a lot. What would you say you guys are mainly, um, uniquely doing and, you know, why should someone come and check it out? So we, we say we are real, raw, and relatable. I would like to add like a double raw to that. We basically pull back the curtain. We pull back the curtain to, to a true marriage, you know, and we, we've said we don't, we are on social media for the last 10 years. You might see us as a highlight reel and think we've really had it all together. In reality, we were fighting almost daily for our marriage. And so I think there's so many people out there that are just, you know, either in pain or they've basically given up. And so we have bringing our mess to the light (laughs) and talking about it openly, um, in a uber vulnerable stage, but also then, you know, how did we overcome it? How are we still married? Statistically, we should be divorced. We've hit every major topic that are the top five reasons people get divorced, plus some. We've mm-hmm. added some on there. Yeah. And um, but we mm-hmm. have survived so far. Right. <laughs> and so there the, the only reason is because of, you know, putting Christ at the center of our marriage. And so, you know, when you tell people in today's world what you've overcome they almost, it's almost in disbelief because marriages have become disposable almost in today's society. Mm-hmm. And so when you, mm-hmm. he- when you finally hear a story of hope and say, wow, you guys, you were able to overcome that. How did you do that? And, um, that's really, you know, I think the difference for us is mm-hmm. some pretty heavy. Yeah. We're topics. not like uh, some, and, and listen, there are, uh, there's a ton of amazing content and, and other voices out there. Uh, but I do believe that we are bringing a pretty raw, raw state of our marriage, almost where it's like, we're giving you as much as we can, mm-hmm. really. You know, obviously we have our stuff that we still have to keep inside uh, our family and our conversations. But for the most part, I mean, our audience is getting as raw as it can be as far as and uh, some and some of the conversations that we have to have and how we work through these conversations and how God has helped us um uh, like learn from each other and learn from counseling and how we've actually 
continued to move through each of these seasons that we've kind of over overcome in the last decade, you know? Yeah. You guys are definitely all of those, you know, real raw, relatable. I mean, and you're fun too. It's just fun. It's fun to listen to you two, um, just each other and, and the guests that you have on. And, you know, a lot of times it's just you guys just talking about what you're going through. It's, um, I don't know, it's just, it just seems like I've known you guys for a long time. Mandy, we, we've never met, but I feel like I know you. <laughs> you guys have a you know, great gift and it's, it's cool to see you using. I think it's, I think it's really admirable. I mean, um, your ability to just put it out there and, you know, to share, you know, the details that most people would never, you know, be willing to put out there. And I think that is um, intriguing in a world where people are kind of living at the surface level of conversation and, to be able to, you know, to, to share some of your real stories. Cause then people are like, Oh my gosh, like that was this, where I am or, you know, where we're going and to, to really be able to relate to that is, is really powerful. So, you know, hats off to you guys for being able to go there. No, we appreciate it. I mean, and one other thing I was just thinking as you're talking, you know, we're, and we're not pastors, you know, we're not, I mean, we're really not spiritual leaders in a church, right? I mean, we, obviously we're a part of our church and we, we, we serve, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, we're coming from a very relatable personal, like, like we're not a pastor where people are, are maybe expecting to hear some words of wisdom or God from, from a pastor seeking that type of counsel. And I almost feel like sometimes, uh, the church, it, it can be hard for people sometimes because they don't know if they don't, you know, maybe they're scared to go and kind of just confess some things or get some things off your chest. We've had more people reach out to us to be like, Hey, I need to talk to someone. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that we're like cultivating an environment that gives people the opportunity to feel like they can trust us and, and, uh, walk along. We can walk alongside of them, which has been really kind of, um, interesting to see how that's grown more and more over the last, you know, I'd say four to six months. That's super cool. That's awesome. I mean, that's what, that's what it's all about. I mean, I think even in, you know, my own personal experiences, been, you know, um, the people that you can get in relationship with. Um, I mean, we've had some great pastors too, but just even our, like our life group, you know, at our, our small, very small church that we go to, it's, it's those people that are going through experiences with their kids or in their marriage or in their business. And we're able to kind of just talk about those things and, and, you know, work right. through them together. And how did you, pro- you know, that's, that's been super powerful. So it's, it really is a gift when you have that kind of relationship and that trust established. So, yeah, nice job creating that. Um, and, I, and I know that you guys have talked about a lot of the year, pretty much all of, not all of, but a lot of your your big trials um, through various you know podcast interviews that you've done. But to give the listeners maybe, you know, <laughs> I hate to call it the highlight reel, but like, you know, one or two of, of some things that someone could really understand, like you, your guys' unique experience and testimony. Um and how you overcame that, I think it'd be great if you're willing to share, you know, one or two with the audience today. Yeah. I mean, I, so I, I think the, the main one, uh, that's really been the anchor to, to this ministry as we've really stepped out. Uh, so in October of 2020, I, I came to Mandy, uh, after, uh, about five years of trying to heal, um, I, I was in, an uh, I lied to her. I I had an affair and that's about, it was about six years ago. And so she found out and I told her it happened one time and that that was not the case. 
So we essentially were trying to heal on a one-time act of infidelity that uh, I thought at that point was going to be sufficient enough to to heal. And because I, you know, I I was afraid. I was afraid to mm-hmm. tell the truth. I was afraid to lose my family. I was afraid to lose my wife. And uh, so for five years, we were, we were in counseling. And, and so there are some other things. And, I, and I'll let her share some of the other stuff. But uh, so uh, after that time period in October 2020, the Lord just, I, I was in a really dark place. I mm. was not happy. I was miserable. Uh, it was one of those times where I I could barely look at myself in the mirror because I knew that ultimately I was I was not telling the truth, and there was a few things that happened that led up to that to get me to a place in my heart where I knew that I had omitted truth, and so the big distinguishing thing was that there were lies that I had uh, committed, and but there were also lies that I omitted, and the omission of truth is still lying, and. Uh, Mm-hmm. For some reason, uh, God put that on my heart in such a, a, a very heavy way where I knew exactly what he was uh, assigning me to do, and that was to come clean. And so I divulged everything to her. And that also had to come to a place of um, accepting the consequences that could come with it, which meant losing mm-hmm. everything that I, that I actually cared yeah. about. Um, so that, that has been, uh, one of our bigger conversation pieces, but there was a lot also in between that time that you can share a if you want. Yeah. And like I said, we've experienced, you know, a majority of the reasons, you know, people tend to get divorced and that, you know, starts with, um, in-laws. That was a massive pain for us. Um, finances, bankruptcy, um, we have both, I had cancer along with my, our youngest, who's four now, we were both found while she was in utero at 32 weeks. And, um, my, I have a daughter from a previous relationship who's now 20, but, um, you know, her, her dad passed away of an overdose and it became a mission to save her life because she just she lost it. And so there was in those five years that he's talking, we had a a multiple, um, just trial after trial after trial, it just never seemed to let up. And it led us into October of 2020, what Scott just said, when he finally came clean. Um, but then I would even say recently, if if I had to pick two, it's what Scott said, the, yeah. the betrayal. And the recently as a uh, November, um, we were expecting our fifth child and at six months pregnant, my water broke and I went into septic shock and it took him immediately, but almost took my life within four hours. And so we've been healing since then. Um, the grief and the heartache and the physical healing that I had have had to have gone through since then is probably, I don't even know if this is wild to say, has mm. been more difficult than even healing mm. from the betrayal. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it was such a twofold thing. Like we lost our son. And, you know, when I say like Mandy was on th- death's door, 
I mean, they were bringing in crash carts ready to revive her. And I just, there was a moment for me where I know I was looking at her eyes and I just thought that they were going to close at any moment. Like I just was begging Mm -hmm. the Lord to please save her because at this point we've just come so far (laughs) and, uh, you know, I think for, for her, yeah, it's harder because her health has been in jeopardy ever since, you know, we, we, we were just in a path where I feel like some things have kind of lightened up, but it's, it's taken eight months. Right. Uh, and so that's mm-hmm. been really hard. And then on top of it, which has been crazy. I mean, the enemy has tried to use this trauma and grief and the parallels that were happening for triggers for the infidelity were insane. Um, you know, grief and trauma are, are, you know, they, they're the the same things that just, they were in different types of situations, but the triggers for them were almost identical. Mm -hmm. And that took a lot of counseling and a lot of understanding on why it was happening because there started to be, there was, you know, that becomes there's division, right. And then littered throughout the entire, marriage has been a, like a lack of communication, which all led to resentment and justification for things. And then you start rolling in a uh, lack of intimacy because you're not talking, you're not having, it's just one thing after another. And then you, you know, all these, it's, I, we've always alluded to it as like, uh, when you're in a, in an ocean and you don't have a life jacket on and these waves just keep pounding on you and you come up and they gasp for air and another one hits you. And it's like, that's the kind of feeling I feel like we've, we were, we've been in for a long time. And I will say that that's why like check your verticals. If the, if the Lord hadn't been um, our focus and he wasn't always, I don't want your audience to think like, Oh, we're no guys, we failed miserably in so many levels, (laughs) but we always kept turning back to him and he he never left us, man. He never left us. And that, that was, that's, that's the encouragement, right? Wow. I get like, Goosebumps. I'm all goosebumpy over here hearing you guys talk. Um, and just the things that you guys, <laughs> the things that, you know, you guys have been through, um, yet still having confidence. And I mean, those, those two situations, you know, the, you know, being, knowing you had to come clean with Mandy and then with your son and then almost, you know, losing your wife, like you get to a point where, you know, there's nothing that you can do like in your physical manpower to change it. It's gotta be, you gotta just completely surrender, um, you know, mm-hmm. to, to get through that, that situation. So, um, absolutely. There powerful. Is a, we and, were not, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, just no, go for it. Go for it. I was going to say, you know, you just said like, there was nothing I could do. And it, um, that was, that's a very real statement for me because that moment in the, uh, operating room, I felt helpless, Nick. Like there was literally nothing I could do. I I could hold her and watch this happen and, and, and know that I had to pray to God and, uh, and just allow the, the workers and the doctors and the nurses and the specialists to do their job at this point, you know? So that, that was, that was probably the most realistic physical, like in my face, like you don't, you, you, you can't do anything without me and you just need to always remember that Scott. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I have been 
not in that exact situation, but, um, you know, I just, I think back to two, two examples in my life that one are when, um, Nancy had, uh, we had twin, we have twin boys that are seven and, mm. um, you know, the whole thing, the whole pregnancy was extremely high risk because of the situation and, you know, going all the time for these stress tests. And it's like, there's, I mean, there's nothing I can do. We, you know, there's, we could drink water and, and relax, right. but like, other than that, like these babies are either going to make it or they're not. And, and then you get down to like, she almost, you know, uh, we went in early and then, um, you get to the OR and they're delivering the twins and it's just like, all right, you just, all you can do is pray and that, it, you know, right. God has a plan. You trust in his plan is, is great. So that, and then, you know, most recently my dad, um, you know, recovering from, uh, after, you know, COVID pneumonia stuff. And, you know, he was basically like, we weren't sure if he was going to make it through the night, you know, at one or one or two mm -hmm. points. And all you can do is pray. It's like, there's nothing, mm -hmm. nothing that you can do. You're, you're beyond, uh, you know, anything except for just prayer and total submission. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so God, God's good, man. And, you know, to have that hope and to have that, that confidence and that peace that God's got a plan and you just, you just got to be okay with the plan that he has. Um, is it, mm -hmm. I mean, it can provide that peace that comes from nowhere else. And it surpasses our understanding, right? Like that's the key. It, it always will surpass our understanding. And like your, your dad shared his testimony and it was beautiful. And, um, you, it's amazing. I think that's amazing for you and your family to have our front row seat, right. Of, of a man that's setting an example and a tone to, to the, the hope he has in Christ. Uh, and even in the face of death or complete, you know, that the, the sickness that he had, uh, yeah, I was definitely blown away. And it's amazing to think, I always think like, wow, the people, like when you start telling like the people, the like some people's stories that are just so, you know, it's, you know, it, I, I, I can't see Christ any other way anymore, you know? And it's like, I don't wish anything negative upon people, but I almost sometimes think it's so easy to remove him from your life when you really haven't, um, gone through some hardships that challenge you, challenge you to, to, to question, right? Like what, mm -hmm. what do I believe, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, I was going to, I mean, I was going to ask you guys too. Um, you know, you mentioned, uh, the term that you and Mandy, you know, are, are more, uh, dancing together and not apart. And I think it, it is great to have that peace that surpasses all understanding and it, but it doesn't just, I guess it does happen if you, if you have that faith and you have the Holy spirit in you, but I feel like there needs to be, there's things that I'm sure you guys are doing, um, you know, in your relationship and your marriage, that's helping you stay sharp and helping you, um, stay connected to your faith and each other. So I was, I was just curious, you know, what are, what are the, you know, practices or disciplines, rituals, things that happen in reality in your family or in your day or week that help you guys stay dancing together? Yeah. And that dancing together looks, it kind of stemmed from when you're two people coming together as one, um, doesn't quite make sense. Right. Cause you be, each have your different backgrounds and you each have your different way of dancing. You either by how you were raised or how the world had molded you up to that point. And somehow you have to learn how to dance together because one person can't be doing hip hop while the other one's doing, you know, country or something, <laughs> you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't go together. I beg to differ, right? I mean, you're starting to see some hip hop country going <laughs> on now. Okay. Maybe two really bad examples, but, 
But you have to somehow figure out how to be in step with each other. And I think the first for us that took probably, I don't know, seven years was to, to decide to be on the same team, wear the same team Jersey Mm -hmm. and stand on the same side of the line together, looking at whatever issue was facing us at the time for a long time, you know, it was like we were battling each other because of our, you know, upbringings or, or whatever we knew to be true before. And so the first step was like, okay, we're not against each other. We're for each other. We have to get on the same team and, um, go after what's attacking us together. Um, and so with that, what we do, you know, we're, we are constantly in the word. I, we do Bible studies together, um, pretty much daily. We love to, um, talk about, what we've learned that day through our own different studies. Um, we watch a lot of, you know, other YouTubes and we share those with each other. And we are constantly discussing the things that we've learned. Um, would you have something else to add to that? Yeah. I, I mean, we we're very, I mean, so I have a pretty disciplined regimen for myself personally. Mm-hmm. I think we've both come to a place where, um, the essence of check your vertical is that are you taking it to the Lord? And so if you just walk that back, you know, are you spending time with him alone to even get to that place? And that's where I believe is the most important thing because God is first on, in all things. Right. And then your wife and your kids and your work. Uh, and so I, I didn't really understand or grasp that concept before. And when everything happened, uh, a, a scripture that really hit me was um, Romans 12 two. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And I just, when I read that, I was like, you know, my mind was so littered with and consumed by the, the world. And I, my transformation in Christ, I don't really think it ever truly happened to the level where I could be, in a, in a really strong relationship with him or, or Mandy. And it wasn't until I started to renew my mind. And that looked like me taking steps to make a choice because we are, we are given free will. God doesn't force himself himself into our lives. He gives us a choice. And that's, what's so beautiful about a relationship with God is that this isn't some dictatorship. This isn't some other religion where, you know, you got to do certain things. God, God invites us into his life and we have the choice to come and his door is he's always there willing and ready to take us in. And so when I finally chose that, the renewal of my mind looked like me getting up early, reading my Bible, being in devotion and, and journaling by myself before anything else. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that I started to notice a difference because I was able to serve my wife better. I was able to serve my family better. I was able to, to serve the day better, quite honestly. Um, yeah. So that that's number one. And, so, and then Mandy has her own time. And so that's kind of on an individual thing, but we do, we do pray, we pray together and, you know, we, I mean, all transparency, like we definitely need to keep praying more at night together. Um, we do pray religiously with the children and when we talk them in and that helps us as a family, Mm -hmm. uh, it helps us in our marriage to, to, to show that, to be disciplined in that. Um, and, uh, you know, I think the other big one is counseling. We're not afraid to go to counseling. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, mm-hmm. I hope your audience hears us and, and it's not like, oh, these people are perfect. We're not people. We are so messed up. We are so like, we're constantly like going backwards and then forward. And it's, and it like every time it gets less and less, but we will, we will often run into times where, and then like, for example, this whole thing with Vinny and, you know, when we lost him, mm-hmm. it, we, it took us a minute just to get back to counseling because we were so numb, but then we snapped out of there. Like, what are we doing? Like we need, we need to run back to our counselor and we did. And, you know, we did four plus sessions in a row and it was like, Whoa, thank you, Jesus, for the ability to have wise counsel that's rooted in Christian faith, you know? Um, so I would recommend highly that any couple that's in a struggle is, is going to counseling. Um, and I just think, again, it's just this mindset, man, like, we are both actively choosing our marriage and we're choosing to lay down our egos and our pride and be humble, uh, and listen more. I I got to a point where I just started listening to my wife more and it just changed a lot. Mm -hmm. Right. Would you say? Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. I I feel like we kind of went around in circles with people. And I, I mean, I hope that we've answered your question, uh, but we, we do a lot of different things and it's not, some are, some are very concrete, like my morning stuff and some are others are kind of little ebbs and flows of them. Uh, but we always know where we need to go back to, uh, but being in the word is one of the most important things. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I mean, you guys gave a uh, an amazing uh, list of nuggets for people to, and the, starting with the first one, just the fact that you're on the same team. You know, like I just that image of you know the Verlinger jersey is like, hey, we're in this together. You know, we don't need to. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're not like it's not like we're on opposite sides of the field here. This is we're doing this together. Because uh, sometimes for some reason, you know, when we become independent. Uh, and not together, it just things don't work well. And at least in my household, they don't. Um, no. And then the studies and, you know, d- discussing the counseling. I mean, you gave an awesome, awesome list of different things. I was curious about the studies um, piece. How do you guys do studies together? Is it just you guys use like the Bible app, a reading plan, or do you have something yeah. sitting out on your counter? What do you guys do? I wish we were that perfect and things, but th- this is then this is the reality. Like, yeah, like, oh yes, we are. We have our Bible laid in the same desk area. No, no, it's not that yeah, at all, right. Nick. But I will I'll tell you straight up, um, we what we did, uh, we have we have come up short trying to do the Bible in a year many times. Uh this year we committed to it and we have been sticking to it. So we are uh we've we've picked uh the Bible um, recap as our devotion. And so we Mm -hmm. just do them. We basically do it individually. We've had weekends where we get up and we'll listen to it together and then talk. But I would say majority of the time we actually go through the study and the devotion part alone. And then we come back and like, what'd you think about today? Or like, dude, can you believe Elijah and all? Like, it's just like, oh, well, let's go into like these deep conversations because it's kind of fun that way too, because we're both taking it in separately and we get to come together and like talk about it. And, uh, it's been very healthy for us. And, and I'll tell you what, we've learned so much mm-hmm. about God's word and who he is and, and, and how much he loves his people. Right. It's just, that's, that's kind of how we've done devotions. Uh, and I think it's worked for us and I think we're going to continue to do it that way. And maybe the Lord, maybe the Lord changes that for us. I don't know, but right now that's kind of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awesome. 
That's super cool. Um, yeah, the more I, and the more things that, you know, in our family, the more things that Nancy and I do together, you know, we, then we start to see things that we're involved in or, you know, we can apply that, that learning or whatever it is that we're reading to this situation and just creates more rich conversation in our, our home. And that's awesome. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are great examples of, um, you know, one person not, you know, doing hip hop and one person not doing country. Although yeah. I think there is a mashup somewhere in there. <laughs> right. I agree with you, man. You got it, man. You know, like, she doesn't even like country, man. I don't, I don't even have a chance with her in that area. <laughs> do you guys, you guys, um, do, do you guys do a lot of video for, uh, recording for your, uh, podcast? Oh, or is Nick. It all audio? oh Nick, this is a topic, my friend. We, mm-hmm. so we have yeah. actually, <laughs> we have recorded every episode video recording. video and we have yet okay. <laughs> they exist okay they exist I, we keep well, joking on podcast one day <laughs> one day they will some of the, the audience will see us one day on youtube but until then keep holding your breaths people <laughs> well i think i think your debut could be this like you know the dance that we're talking about you know the country hip-hop i think uh, that might be the oh, one that yeah. people would want to see <laughs> i like that that's awesome well it's been so fun you guys are awesome i love what you're doing um i feel what well, that's one of the i don't know the best parts about you know me doing this podcast was really to go back and get to interview some of the guests and and the speakers i know you guys are going to be involved with uh upcoming marriage retreat but the uh just being able to connect with people in a, in a different setting than the retreats has been a total blessing to me uh, and I know, you know, I get a lot of comments from people saying, you know, Hey, I love that podcast or that meant something to me. So I appreciate you guys, you know, carving out some time and, and being with us today. And I, um, I have no doubt, um, you know, people will come over to check your vertical and, and have so many different things to plug into and, and hopefully, you know, transform their own mind and heart by, by what you guys are doing. So thanks for, thanks for doing that. No, man. Thank you. Um, we're, we're, we're looking forward to some of that stuff you're talking about and we appreciate you guys having us on. Uh, I love what you guys are doing at, in the ministry and it really challenging people to sharpen one another because God, that's where we're called to do, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, since you guys are both here, either, either one of you or both of you guys, would you mind wrapping us up in a, in a word of prayer today? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll be glad to do that, man. Uh, Lord Father, um, thank you so much uh, for who you are, God. Um, we uh, are sometimes are so short-sighted on um, how much you are in control, how sovereign you are over all things, Lord. Um, as we just sit through this conversation with Nick and just have the opportunity to kind of share more of you, Lord, and just glorify who you are. Um, I just hope that we honor you to continue to advance your kingdom, Lord, because ultimately this isn't our story. This is your story. And we're just thankful to be vessels in it, Lord. I just would pray uh, over these words today um, that they would just fall on someone's heart. It would speak to someone that may be in a place of pain, or maybe they're struggling, or maybe there's something that they need to come clean with, Lord that I would hope that they can turn to you and truly check their vertical and know they can take anything to you, God, because the the first place they're going to have to 
uh, come to is you, Lord, and that they can find uh, refuge there, Lord, that there's security and safety, Lord, that you can lift the burdens, the heavy burdens of the life that we live and the ones that we continue to carry around on a daily basis, God. So I, I would pray that over anyone that's listening, God, that they would just feel that deep in their heart that Jesus does save and they can save them and they can save any situation that they're in. And sometimes it may not look like we think, but it will always be his will, Lord. And I just would pray that they would allow that to happen. And as we continue to be less of us, less of our own wills. Lord, I pray over ISI and that you would continue to bless this ministry. And I'm blessed what these men are doing. I'm just thankful for the opportunity to have great relationships and brotherhood with them. Um, and we just thank you for this time together as we spoke about uh, our testimony and just got to know Nick a little bit more as well. Lord, we just thank you so much and we love you. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I asked Scott and Mandy what made their podcast unique or different. And they said that they were real, raw, and relatable. And I would say that that is a bullseye explanation for who they are and how they share their stories. Um, Just love them. I love what they're doing. I love that they're stepping out in faith and um, sharing their stories in a way that people can really connect with and understand and and relate to. So um, just thankful for them. And just a couple of things that I, you know, stood out to me as we were talking is um, the things that they're doing as a couple to, to stay engaged. You know, they mentioned, um, you know, a short list of things, but I think very powerful things. Uh, One, remembering that they're on the same team. Two, that they're doing some studies independently, but also together, some things that are bringing them conversation into their marriage. The fact that they're um, discussing things and that they're not afraid to go to counseling, um, seeing counseling as a good thing. I mean, all the best coaches, um, all the best players in the world have great coaches look at any sport anywhere even if they're doing great or they're struggling they still have a coach on their side and um, that's kind of uh, I think something we need to get over in terms of going and seeking help uh, whether we're, we're crushing it or maybe we're getting crushed uh, either way I think you know good counsel can help us stay sharp and, and live out our you know design that God has for us so I wanted to touch on those things and just thank them and what they're doing. Um, and hopefully you can check them out at Check Your Vertical. I'm sure you can listen to it on any of the major places where podcasts are shared. And we'll have uh, show notes and link to all this uh, on our website at theisilife.com, which is where everything is housed. Uh, resources for any of our big five. There's a lot of great stuff on finance, and fitness, uh, marriage, uh, on, on work. It's all there. Um, so if you just are you know, looking for some inspiration or something to change something up, come over to our site. Maybe there's something there for you that can help you along the way. Uh, we also have all the past podcasts that has show notes and links to the different speakers, um, upcoming events. Uh, and speaking of upcoming events, we have some great things. We have a men's retreat coming up at the end of September, a marriage retreat in early November. And so if any of those are interesting to you, um, Scott and Mandy will be at our November retreat as there's, um, we have two main speakers, Mike and Kristen Hopkins, as well as Scott and Mandy Verlinger. And um, no doubt we all have a lot to learn from them as well as the other attendees that will be there. So I look forward to seeing you at one of those retreats and hopefully this podcast was a blessing to you. Um, Hopefully it sharpened you in some way and I would just encourage you if it was helpful. um, There may be someone out there that's in your contact list, someone you've been, you know, texting with or, or a neighbor or someone you've been in recent contact with that you could share this or maybe a prior episode and uh, give them some light and some encouragement, help them stay sharp. So until next time, stay sharp and God bless.